Hey everyone, welcome to Evelyn's Words of Wisdom. I'm Dr. Billy J. Minton, along with my mother, Evelyn. Mom, how are you this evening? I'm just fine. I worked today and came home at 8, and uh, and I just uh, played with the children, and I've had a good day. I had a great day, too. You know, something I'd like to talk about tonight, I know we, we never talk about what we're going to do, and this came to me as I was driving over to your house. What do you think about talking about the fact that if you really want to teach your children something special, introduce them to God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit? I think that's a wonderful subject to talk about. Well, when I was growing up, you and Dad, um, you all taught me about the Lord. I was saved when I was very young, and I was always in church growing up. I had some really good role models and um, I still have relationships with those uh, ladies from the church as an adult today. Oh, yes. That's that's wonderful to teach your children. I know my mother and, and uh, father taught me when I was uh, just real small about uh, Jesus. And, uh, and I've grown up like that, and I've always loved God, and, uh, and I always try to teach children and, and anyone that wants to hear it. Every time we talk about a topic, it makes me think of stories from my life, whether I was a child or as an adult. This topic right here, the first story that it brings to my mind is I remember when I was uh, in uh, first grade that uh, I was really going to go to kindergarten, and they told me that I needed to be in first grade. And so then when I went on to first grade, I met this little girl named Penny, and she was sitting outside on the steps crying. Do you remember me coming home telling you that? Oh, yes, I'll never forget that. Well, I asked Penny, I said, Penny, she was in my class, and I said, why are you crying? And she said, well, all the other kids, they, they just they don't pay any attention to me, and I really miss my mom, and I want to go home, and I'm afraid of my teacher, and um, I'm afraid because of the way she looks. And, you know, Penny and I didn't have the same first-grade teacher, but we knew each other really well. Oh, yes. Uh, you, you've got to have a good teacher and one to be nice to you and teach you things. And uh, if you don't, uh, your child will uh, not like her. Well, I told uh, Penny said that uh, she wanted to go home. And I told her, I said, you know, I'd like to go home, too. But I knew that was not an option unless I was sick. So when I saw Penny cry really hard, it made me stronger, Mom. Oh, yes, it does. It makes you stronger when uh, you see something like that. You want to help them. Right. So it made me forget about the fact that I wanted to go home and just focus on helping her feel better. So as we were sitting out there on those first grade steps, and it was really cool that fall morning, you know, I looked around and I, I tried to capture every moment of everything that was happening. And... That moment in time, it really left left a lasting impression upon me. You know, I can still remember all the children uh, of all ages and colors. They were laughing, running around, and playing. And most of them were just happy, and they weren't even aware of any type of feelings like being homesick or lonely like Penny did. And I, I felt bad for Penny because she was almost making herself sick crying so hard. Well, a child will do that when the others don't pay attention to them, and they think they don't like them, and they'll just go off to their self, and they're just miserable. 
Well, here's how God came into the picture with this conversation. You know, Penny felt lonely, and she felt deep inside that she was the only one that had those feelings about wanting to go home. And I explained to her that a lot of other children had these feelings too, but they were just not showing it. They were going to stay busy playing and talking with their friends so they wouldn't think about being away from home and being homesick the first year of school. Oh, yeah, if if the children will do that. And, and just, you know, if your parents raise your child to know Jesus, well, they'll be a lot better child. So I told Penny, you know, I opened up to her about my feelings. I told her that, you know, I'd been rejected from kindergarten. <laughs> oh, my goodness, that's something else. Well, I was rejected from kindergarten because they wanted me to go on to first grade. Oh, yeah, you skipped a lot of grades, I'll tell you that. I I skipped kindergarten and my junior year of high school. But, you know, um, I really, it kind of freaked me out going to first grade because I was young. And so I told Penny that. I said, you know, you you feel homesick and different. I said, I feel different, too, because I had to leave kindergarten and come here. Oh yeah, you was in college when the when uh, your uh, high school was graduating. That's right, mom. But you know, um, so I told her, I explained to her, you know, I'm academically ready for first grade, and it made me feel different from the kids that were just you know a little bit uh, older than me. So when I explained to her that I felt insecure myself, it helped her know that she was not the only one that had sad feelings. Yes, that's right. Uh, If you'll explain and sit down to them and talk to them, it'll make them feel better. Yeah, so when I shared with Penny that, you know, you're not alone, I I feel a little bit insecure, too, about what's going on. And um, I explained to her that everybody else felt that way, too. They just weren't going to show it because they were out there playing, talking and laughing, trying to make time pass. And, you know, that that made me and Penny become friends. And even though we weren't in the same classroom, we'd wave at each other when we walked down the hallway. And still to this day, sometimes I pass her in town and she'll say hey to me. And when I look at her, I see that little girl with long hair and a dress and Penny loafers sitting on those steps crying. Oh, isn't that sweet? You never forget stuff like that. Oh, I know it. And um, so... You know, Penny and I sat there on that on those little steps, Mother, and we prayed together. And you know why we did? Because you and Daddy instilled those values inside of me about being compassionate with other people and also about knowing who God is and sharing the Lord with people and praying with people. There's nothing you could do better than praying with someone. That is true, and I always, uh, me and your dad, I always taught y'all to be uh, good and be good to other people and and pray to God, and always uh, just be really special to other people. You know, Mom, um, so in first grade, I think you're about six years old, or I think I was five, but anyway, when I became eight years old, you know, you remember I started my paper out. Oh, yes, I'll never forget that. Well, I'll tell you something that really made me sad. Um, when I was doing my paper route, I had no idea that one of my teachers lived on my paper route. And I kept noticing that her trash cans outside had a lot of dog food cans in it. And I thought it was odd because, you know, there were all those dog food cans, but she didn't have a dog. So when I came up to the truck for Daddy to give me more papers for the rest of my paper route, I talked to him about it. 
And he explained to me that it was possible, not for sure, but it was possible that she was eating the dog food because she didn't have much money. Oh my goodness, that that's terrible. Did you did you ask her, or, or did your daddy say anything to her? Well, this made me really sad, and ultimately, I solved another problem, Mother. I should have told you this before we started talking about the paper route, but we had a coat room in first grade in our room, you know, and we had bathrooms in our room. Remember that? Yes, I do. Well, we'd put our food in the coat room with our coats, you know, like our lunch. You'd always pack me a lunch. Oh, yes, I always uh, packed you something really good. Well, at lunchtime, I, I don't know if I ever told you this, but... A lot of times the ham was missing off my sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's pitiful. And then my friend Brian, his brownie was always gone. Oh, my goodness. That is bad. (laughs) And our teacher was really, really skinny. And she was poor, I guess. And I think she was eating our food. And then she didn't have enough money. And she was buying dog food. Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe that. That is something else. I don't know why I waited so long, and I'm not laughing at her. I'm laughing at myself. I'm laughing at the fact that I went all these years and forgot to tell you that my teacher was eating my food. Oh, I sure didn't know that, or I'd have sent some extra. I can't tell you how many mustard sandwiches I ate. (laughs) (laughs) I'll bet you did. You should have told me, and I could have packed you, you know, a lot more sandwiches. You know, I was just scared that she'd get in trouble, Mom. Oh, no. I mean, you know, I wouldn't have never uh, said anything or anything like that. That That is really sad. And you see, I think the reason that we all did this and let her do this to our food is because we knew Jesus and we knew it was right to let this woman have some food. Oh, yes. That, that is so sad. And she'd, it, she'd have to do that. Well, the only reason I figured out the mystery to the problem was because she just happened to be on my paper route. Oh, my goodness. And your daddy helped you figure that? Yeah, because I said, Dad, wonder why she has all this dog food empty cans because she don't have a dog. And even if she did, there's no dog in the world that could eat that much dog food. I don't see how anyone could eat dog food anyway. I don't either, Mom. But, you know, I'm not one to judge. I just... I just know that for whatever reason, she was having a lot of trouble financially, but we were all not getting our lunch every day. But poor old Brian, he never got to eat his brownie. Oh, my goodness. I bet he did. Did they know where the food was going? You know, I really don't know if we figured it out, but we just figured, well, we'll just eat what we've got. I know. You just eat what you got if you're hungry. Just imagine when you're in first grade, you're not really thinking about solving problems. No, you're not. All you think about, you're hungry and you're going to eat what's in there. Yeah, the the only other thing about first grade, um, I always made really good grades, but uh, and I don't think I missed anything on a test, but there was one I missed. I'll never forget it as long as I live. I spelled Jeep wrong. I spelled it G-E-E-P instead of J-E-E-P, and it really upset me. Oh, I didn't know that. I did. Well, anyway, um, you know, I don't know how that topic came up, but it just did. Now, I'll tell you another thing that uh, by you and Daddy having the Lord in, in our lives and helping us understand that love is number one and treating people right is number one. Do you remember when my gym teacher wanted a, a bunch of us to help him dig holes and put these tires in the ground for the playground? Oh, yeah, I remember that. 
Well, we worked out there one Saturday, a big group of us, and uh, I was a big tomboy, and I could do anything a boy could do and a lot faster. I would run fast, and I was strong and all this stuff. And, you know, so we're out there in the hot sun that Saturday morning, and we actually, every time I drive by that school and see those tires in the ground, I remember that Saturday putting them in there with my gym teacher. Oh, my goodness, and they're still there. Oh, yes. And you want to know what he did after we finished? No, what did he do? Nobody would like this now because of seatbelts and stuff, but he put every one of us in the back of his pickup truck and drove down the street and up the street. It was about two blocks from the school to the Jiffy Market or Minute Market, whatever it was called, and he let us all go in there and pick out what kind of soda we wanted. Well, that was sweet of him, but my goodness, I, I would have really wouldn't have let him down that and put you in that truck. There was about 10 of us, and we sat down in it. He made us sit down. You know, we couldn't hang over the edge of it. But we sat down in that truck, and I went in there, and I got me a, a, a soda. I'll bet you did. I bet they all got sodas. Yeah, but see, we, we thought that was the greatest payday in the world. Can you imagine working all day out in the hot sun on a Saturday just to get a soft drink? Oh, yeah, I can imagine that. But, you know, Mom... It was so much more than that. When I Every time I drive by there and see those tires in the ground, I remember it as just as if it were yesterday. Yeah, I know. You never forget stuff like that. It's just so special. And I tell you, Mom, I just, I will never forget the things that you and Daddy have have taught me. I mean, I just had no idea that those tires would be in that same spot after all these years. And... um I did notice that they added some small pebbles uh, because there was just grass around them when I did it, but they they added some pebbles around it, and it looks very nice. Oh, yeah, I bet it does because it's been so long since that happened. You know, our teacher, our gym teacher that day, he talked about the Lord, and he prayed with us. And we we used to say the Pledge of Allegiance before gym class and then say our prayers. Oh, yeah, that that school was very, you know, they, they taught religion in that school, and they would pray, and that really made me happy. Do you remember my third-grade teacher? She was German. Yeah, I remember her. She also taught us how to write in cursive, and I've been told that cursive handwriting is not even longer taught in school. I don't know about that. I hadn't heard. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, this is really funny. She wanted us to do some interesting things um, right before Christmas that year. She gave some of the students a choice of eating things like French fried butterflies and chocolate-covered bees and worms, and I said, absolutely not. And so she told me that since I didn't want to eat that stuff, I had to learn Silent Night in German. Oh my goodness. I I would have agreed to do anything but do that. I would never do that. So I did. I learned that song, and I had to sing it for the whole class. And you know, I can still sing Silent Night in German, and I do it every Christmas. Oh, and those kids ate those bugs and things? Well, from where she was from in Germany, those were a delicacy. Mm. And I know, it was French fried butterflies and chocolate-covered worms and bees. And I did... <laughs> Mom, the look on your face. I didn't touch that stuff. And you know... I'm glad I didn't now because I've got food allergies, you know? Yeah, it's hard telling what would have happened to you. Yes, so, you know, the Lord's always with you, God, and you're telling you what decisions to make. Oh, yes, He's always with you in your heart. I'll tell you another funny story. Uh, In fifth grade, uh, I had a best friend named Cassandra, 
And even though I wasn't campaigning, she managed to get me elected as a 4-H president of the class. And I could have popped her for that. Oh, yeah, they're always uh, chosen you for things. No matter what it was, they wanted you to be the, the head of it. Cassandra and I used to laugh and giggle all the time. And I remember, I don't know why, but we, and I know you used to like this song too, but me and her used to sing that song by Fats Domino, Blueberry Hill, oh. and then we just start giggling. I love that song. I don't know, I always loved it. You know, an education for your mind's important, <clears throat> but there's nothing more important than making sure that you and your children have educated hearts. And your heart gets educated when you accept, you know, you trust, and you love Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. That is the most important thing that anyone will ever do in their lifetime. Yes, it is. And if you'll start teaching them when they're young and, you know, keep on teaching them, they will, they will uh, grow up to, be, to love Jesus and do the right thing. Amen, Mom. And I'm just grateful to God that I had the opportunity to experience what growing up was like in the 70s. You know, authentically, we knew God. We rode our bicycles. We played with our friends. We respected people, especially our elders. Yes, you did. I mean, I'll never forget you bringing that woman to and sitting her down in the, at the table at the house when we was fixing to eat dinner. Tell me a little bit about that. Oh, that was uh, when, when you uh, you seen her up on the hill uh, above our house, and they was she was walking, and and you thought she's lost. I, I think maybe she was, but you and Phyllis took up a hill uh, to see what was wrong. And here you come leading her down the hill. I, I thought, well, what is she going to do with her? And so you brought her in the house and sit her down at the table. Bless her sweetheart, and she ate and ate, and y'all took her back and found her house. You know, Mom, we were very young, and I'll tell you something I remember. Yes, yeah, she lived right across the street from us up on the hill, and I think she um, she was a little lost. I think she had dementia, but at the time I didn't realize it because I was just a little kid. I was probably, what, eight years old. And um, do you know that when we went in her house, she was making her something to eat. She had a cast iron skillet on the stove, and it was flaming, and we turned off the oven, and that's when we brought her over to the house to eat. Oh, my goodness. She could have been burned up. That's exactly right. I just wish I would have realized that she had dementia. But, you know, um, at least we brought her to the house to eat and got her stove turned off. Yeah, and uh, and you just you took her back home, didn't you? Yes, but, you know, um, I knew how to use a stove because you remember you taught me how to cook. when I, You started teaching me how to cook when I was eight and how important it was to make sure that the oven and the stoves turned off and all that stuff. And so I, I knew how dangerous it was, and I made sure that nothing was going to catch on fire at her house. She lived by herself, didn't she? She did. And, you know, she was a descendant of uh, of the Roosevelt's. And I don't know which one it was, but I know that somehow she was related to them. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that, but I felt so sorry for her. I just wanted to keep her. Oh, I know. She was a sweet, sweet lady. You know, um, I remember writing about this topic in that book I wrote, Blue Ridge Moments, Volume 1. Do you remember reading this? Oh, yeah, I remember that. And the other thing I remember is those beautiful pictures that I put in the book. Um, I put pictures of my school and the swing set that I used to swing on the playground and also those tires that were in the ground from the school. 
Yeah, you did. You put all that in there. And I love your books, and I read them over and over. And our new book is just came out, and you brought it to me last night. And that little Kindle, she hardly ever lets it down or let nobody have it. I've read it over and over. I know, Mother. I love writing our children's books as much as I did these uh, devotional books. Oh, yeah, they're so sweet, and those pictures are just beautiful. Yes, Anthony uh, Weiniger did a great job with the illustrations, and Andrea Wilcox did an awesome job as our editor. Oh, yes, I don't think they could be any better than what they did. I feel so blessed to have that you and I have such a great team to work with when we write our books, don't you? Oh, yes, I would never dream of having anyone else. Me either. You know, um, this whole topic makes me think of a question that I'd like to pose to anybody that's listening our podcast tonight. And my question would be this. Have you introduced your children to God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit? Oh, if you haven't, I think it's time you did. There's nothing more than important you could teach your children. You know, this is more important than talking about the vacation that you're going to take as a family Um, It's more important than talking about what movie you're going to go watch. It's more important than talking about what restaurant you're going to go eat at. The most thing you can do, the most important thing you can do is introduce your children to God. Oh, yes, that's the most important thing that you could ever do is to teach those children about God. And that's what I love about our children's books. At the end of every book, there's a Bible verse And it goes along with the story, and it teaches the children uh, about the Bible. Yes, it does. And little Ben and Kendall, they love those books, and they'll bring them to me and want me to read them over and over. And they just love them. Speaking of that, tomorrow I'm going to be mailing out some children's books to my great friend Daniel. He lives in Johnson City, and he owns uh, Carabas, and uh, he is an awesome man. And uh, I just love his food. I think Carabas in Johnson City is the best restaurant in the Tri-Cities. And I love it. And he is such an awesome owner. Um, He's always fast and friendly. His food is wonderful. Everybody there is so clean and neat. And um, I'm just proud to call Daniel my friend. And I'm always happy for the great food that I get from Daniel's restaurant for my family because I know he takes great pride in all the food that he prepares, and he works really hard, and uh, he does a lot for the community. And so, Daniel, this is a big shout-out to you. My mom and I want to thank you for being such a great uh, owner of your restaurant and for all the great food that you fix for us, because Carabas in Johnson City is our favorite restaurant. And I'm not getting paid to say this. This is not a plug. This is the truth. Uh, I feel that way, and I'm really thankful to know Daniel. He's my brother in Christ. He's got some beautiful children, and I'm going to be mailing uh, Daniel some books so his he can read them to his children. He says he likes to read them a story every night, and so I'm going to send them books. Mom, tomorrow we'll, we'll write them a note before we put them in the mail. Okay, that's a wonderful thought to send them children, and I know that they will enjoy those books, and I really enjoy their food. Yeah, they're going to enjoy those books as much as we enjoy Daniel's food, and um, I'd like to share a Bible verse about the topic that we talked about today. It's um, 3 John 
chapter 1, verse 4, and it says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Oh, that's so beautiful. Mother, I love this podcast tonight. Um, You know, we never know what we're going to talk about, but we always end up talking about something that is such an enrichment to each other and to other people. And I really hope this podcast has touched someone's heart tonight. And um, I just look forward to the next one that we do together, Mom. Oh, I do too. And I hope that, that everyone out there will teach their children about God. So do I. Well, Mom, um, I think it's it's still early enough. I'm going to go home and, and go swimming uh, this evening before I go to bed. Uh, it helps me relax. And I just want you to know that I love you, and I look forward to our next podcast. God bless you, and bye for now. Oh, I love you, and God bless you, and bye for now.